game described by two ugly gentlemen glory to columbus who are probably sitting at a soccer bar near you mcbride's in the box a hard cross mcbride scores it's 3-0 united states welcome to bone and bean united happy soccer podcast day what is up i am bone and i am beam plenty of fun to get into today on the soccer podcast we have got some gambling scandals we've got a minority stake shifting hands for Manchester United. The Glazers taking slightly their tight grip off of the reins there at Manchester United. Slightly is a keyword. Will it change anything? Question marks remain for Beamer's beloved Manchester United. And of course, it's not yet Neymar's sister's birthday, but good news, he's going to make the party. Bad news, he will miss a game. He's not going to play. For a while. Sorry, Al Itzihad fans. Yeah, I'm sure everybody's been keeping up with that. So we'll get into all that and more. We'll explain why Neymar's sister's birthday is a thing. If you don't know, that's all coming up on the show. But first, Beamer, how's your week been? How you doing? How are things? Good, good. Uh, Getting ready to crawl in our house. I am woefully under... From the fridge to the the bed? From the couch to the fridge. Roll over (laughs) from the fridge to the bed. Uh, Yes, me and Willie Willie Boy. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to realize how woefully underprepared I am for that. Uh, our house is not childproofed at all. He's starting to like roll around. Like he can mm-hmm. roll from place to place. I go out of the room for two seconds, and he's on the other opposite end. And an electrical cord in his mouth the other day, yep. or in yep. his in his hand. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, shit! Life comes at you. <laughs> life like, comes Jesus. at you facts. Don't put, don't bite. The, don't put that in your mouth. He's yeah. got teeth, and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. This is a this is a bad situation. He's eating, doing all kinds of different stuff. The poops that I'm cleaning up are like way nastier. But I feel like he's a little more tired. Because he's like being a lot more active, so he's actually sleeping through the night. Okay. Oh, there we go. Which is like a it's a pro con thing. Uh huh. I'll take the sleep at night. I'm I'm a little more tired too. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay. Everything's going good. I've got bad news for you. Once the mobility starts happening, it really doesn't stop until I think they. I don't know. Mine have not stopped moving since. So I'm hoping when they leave the house, maybe then I'll get some rest. <laughs> yeah, but, but then you'll be worried because they're not in the house. I know. And what they're doing. I know exactly right. None of them are driving <laughs> yet. But yeah, we've got we've gotten to the stage now where they are coming and going without us taking them places. Where like parents, strangers, of friends. Yeah, we're just letting them. Actually, roadside truckers just show up and take them. And who Use, knows? Using the Uber app. <laughs> Yeah, the kids' Uber app's a thing. That's freaky. I know it is, and that's I had no idea. We don't use it though, but we do have like parents of the kid, other kids that are their friends with, that are like, oh yeah, we'll run them over to soccer practice, or we'll pick them up and we're going to the mall. Thanks, Becky. Yeah, and so then it's like I'll come home and it's like, where is everybody? And Melissa will be like, well, so you know, Viv's here, Ava's here, Abby's at this other play date. I dropped her off. I got to pick her up, and I'm like. Jeez, what? They're all just out there, just in the world. Like Jason Kidd out there. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. <laughs> just out Dropping there. kids off like dimes in a playoff <laughs> performances. <laughs> neighbor Eric, you're not going to get the reference. By the way, Neighbor okay. Eric, I know we're going to get into some crew talk. Yeah. I had a conversation with Neighbor Eric last night, and it was it was very funny because he just understands nothing about sports. Yeah, outside of the crew, yeah. and 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 we learned some Blue Jackets. He's a big Blue Jackets fan, right? He's getting better with the Blue Jackets. That's good. We like that. But then, other than that, that's he's not no, nothing. No, yeah. no Ohio State football. At no, all. none. Yeah. So the crew play, of course, Saturday at six o'clock against Montreal. And he was asking me, he's like, "Hey, is there an Ohio State game this weekend?" I said, "Yep." 
He goes, okay, that's cool. What time? <laughs> yep. Is it on? The, is it is it away or is it home? I said it's a home game. He goes, uh oh, what time? So it's a noon game coming up against Penn State. He goes, oh okay, um, that's great because then I know that you leave the house at halftime to go down and do your post game show for Ohio State stuff. I can leave at like two o'clock because everybody's going to be focused on that and head downtown and make make myself available for the match. Yeah, like be able to down go down the there and get, get tailgate. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's great time. It really is. That's a great idea. You'll miss all the traffic because it'll all be stuck in the shoe. So, Wilfried Nancy, you're a big Browns fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just beat the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers. Did you see this co- comparison? Uh, I, d- I did. And I, I, yes, I did see this comparison. And then he jumped into like Premier League as well. It all got wrapped. It, it, was, it, it got was, a little convoluted. It was, yes, it was convoluted. A little convoluted. It was a little confusing. And so I tweeted out from the show account at Bone Beam United, which you can go follow if you're not already doing so that neighbor Eric would be very confused by this and like wouldn't understand it. So here's what Wilfried Nancy had to say. He said, if I can compare with soccer, the 49ers is like Manchester City. They made a mistake and they lost the game. 49ers just lost to the Browns this past weekend in the NFL, if you didn't know that. yeah. So for me, this is like us against Atlanta. So this is sport. When I really enjoyed the Browns, the way that they played with no fear since the beginning of the warm-up because they had a chance to warm up and I watched them and they were present already. And this is like what I said. This is what I like because, again, I talk about being limitless. And for me, this is not about who you're going to face. This is about what you want to do. And for me, there's a lot of Cleveland Browns respect for the 49ers, but they don't fear them. It was a good example, again, when we compete, we play away, we play at home, we try to compete and see at the end of the game how it's going to be. It was a good example to see how a team that are really good but making it difficult at the moment, and they lost the game by making a mistake. So he's trying to compare the 49ers to like going up against City and like how this is all tied in because yeah. they look to be unbeatable. But now you have respect for your opponent. But you don't fear your opponent. You don't fear your opponent. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's not a bad comparison. I could see, though, because I was trying to follow it a little bit, and I'm thinking this is also a product of the fact that the Haslam's own both teams, and I'm sure there's been a lot of buzz around the offices in Berea and down in Columbus about, Hey, look what we did up in Cleveland. Look at this big thing. Look at that big thing. And I'm sure it's just been, he's been soaking in it, right? Like it's everywhere you go. I'm sure there's some Brown's pride happening, even at the crew facilities. So he's probably like, all right, well, everybody seems to be jazzed up about this. They went to the game. I think I saw, I forget which crew players ended up going, but I know a few of the crew players were there in attendance. So obviously Nancy was there too. I mean, they had the weekend off. So makes sense. That was a perfect time to go up. And what a game to watch. If that's the only, you know, NFL game Wilfried Nancy is ever going to watch. I don't know if he's a big football fan or not, <laughs> but obviously I, I could see if a Frenchman who's not really familiar with American sports, it's a good one to go to. That's yeah. I mean, it's a nice way to get introduced to it all, but I missed the penalty kick at the end and the Browns won. Basically. I do this a lot because I make a lot of comparisons and analogies. Most of them don't land, but <laughs> when I get excited about a topic, that topic will then the next few days just seep into my conversations and it will become the thing I try to make mm-hmm. allusions back to. And I feel like Wilfried Nancy might've been doing a little bit of that here where he's like the Browns, Hey, this is fun. Right. And you know what? It's kind of like what we talk about with us is and how those Browns are. And, and it's like, and it's like, well, yeah, I mean, there isn't an equivalent. I guess there's not really an equivalent though for your starting quarterback is ouchy, but not the out, not that ouchy, but yet he's not playing, but yet they Bruyne is play. not playing, but yeah, really. I'm trying to. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, ever I, I compare the Browns to Manchester City. Number one, that that would never happen. So that's not a thing. Anyways, yeah. I'm talking to neighbor Eric yesterday because I sent out a tweet. I said neighbor Eric would be very confused by these comments, and he 
He's getting ready to go on a bike ride. It was a beautiful afternoon that we had yesterday. He's like, I didn't have time to respond to your, you know, quirky little social media post today, but I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, lay it on me. Come on. Give it to me. He goes, I don't even know what a 49ers is. <laughs> it's like, okay, that, to, okay to, back to my point. Back to my point that I said you would be very confused by this. This is what we're talking about. And then he goes, well, then I was going to make some sort of conjecture between old Canadian professional, like the igloo and the force. And I'm like, you would have, you would have lost. Everybody would have been lost on that. No one would have known. I don't even know what a 49ers is. That's a great line. It it hammers home. (laughs) I don't even know. I think that's the whole point of this conversation, Eric. It almost is like he was offended. That like, (laughs) I don't even know what that is. And I'm, I'm mad about it. Actually. I'm mad that you even brought it into this conversation. (laughs) God love neighbor, Eric. That's great. Okay. So let's talk about the crew, not the Niners. Not Manchester City, just the Columbus crew, who, by and large, having a great season. Yeah. Your top four. Much better than last year. What an improvement, right? And uh, Who could yeah. have ever seen that coming? Yeah, it's almost like anybody who was watching this the last couple of years said, you know, you had a coach who actually gave guys chances, like Alexander Matan. Who, by the way, how's he doing in assists on the – oh, leading the team, right? Interesting. Yeah, crazy how if you don't like just – Shuffle him off to Eastern Europe or wherever they sent him last year. Where did he even go? I don't know. They sent him some. I forget where they sent him. But either way, if you don't do that, you give him a chance to actually perform. And I I mean, to be fair, he's played much better. But it is almost like the manager has something to do with putting guys in good spots and giving them the confidence to achieve things. And then good players rise to that occasion. Anyway, this, this game this weekend, big deal, obviously. We know the connections with Montreal for Wilfried Nancy and the crew already went up to Montreal and took care of business earlier this year. That was great. So Not too long ago either. No. It's not like this was back in April. This is a more recent development for them. So September 2nd. So stands a to, month and change. Stands to reason. At home, final home match of the regular season. Big crowd. Obviously, they've been selling out left and right. They got another sellout again. Would make sense that you would have everybody ready for this game. and And I would think the crew would be as ready as you could be. There are clear stakes for Montreal too, right? They're in the playoff battle right now. But for the crew, you know you have to win this game. Not have to, but if you win this game, you guarantee yourself you are going to have home field advantage in the first round, which is big. I do think that matters. It's a best of three like we've talked about where it's home away home. But even that, let's say if you could jump into third, having the ability then – in the next round, depending on how everything shakes out, you may get a home game in that round, too, if you're not playing one of the top two seeds. If you're fourth, you have to play one of the top three seeds. You know, again, giving yourself more and more opportunity to have home field advantage in the playoffs is huge. So even if it's not every game, it could come back your way, too, in MLS Cup and all this other stuff, right? If you get that far, point total is going to matter. How many, you know, you got to stack them up. You told me before the season the crew were going to be on, what, 54 points? 54 points. I would have been ecstatic with that. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, a chance to get to 57 is – that's a pretty big deal. So. All, I mean, it's a little little less than two points a game, right? I mean, 66, quick math on that would be yeah. two points. You're sitting at 54, which like 1.8 points per game. Yeah. That's pretty and good. A, and what does everybody want to do? Typically the old soccer cliche, win at home, tie on the road, that's two points a game. Yep. You work that out. So, I mean, they're they're very close to that pace – so getting the three points here would 
kind of solidify what a good season it's been and get them, I think, in perfect spot for the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Would. And you start thinking about, too, like crazy things. We know MLS playoffs are crazy. Like anything can happen. Star player goes out, boom, all of a sudden, like you lose a game at home in that first round, and then you have to go on the road in a must-win game. Like things, it's like people in front of you, the team's in front of you. Now, the way that it stands, the crew in fourth, you mentioned that Philly is in third, but Philly's only a point ahead of you. You have a better goal differential, and you guys have the same amount of wins on the season. Yeah, total. We got we got that wrong, I think, a week or two ago. Total wins is the first tiebreaker, yep. and then it's goal differential. Correct. So if it does come to that with Philly, and let's say, I guess that wouldn't, actually, I guess it wouldn't really have, it can't be that way, right? Because if you beat, if you get more a win, and Philly, let's say, draws, then you would actually jump them in points. You would jump them. We're not going to be able to tie Philly. That's (laughs) did you hear the Did you hear the hamsters grinding in our heads as we figured out you can't tie Philly, right? Well, you can tie them if you get a draw and they lose. lose. Yeah. And then you're playing the revs. And then we would, and then we would jump them. You would jump them because yeah. So as long as I'm saying stay ahead of the revs and then they would get bumped down to the only way we would end up in a tie with Philadelphia, we would have the tiebreaker. Yes. So that's good. So let's hope that that doesn't happen. But even if you tie and they lose and no one else jumps you, then that would actually could also work out. But just win, baby. Can't control what what else happens. Just, just go, win. Just go it's out there best, and win. Best chance for the best result. That's all it is. I know it's easy. But what are you? What, what other math do we have here? All right, that you were going to bring up uh, other math here. So it's decision day. Need a point. You need a point. Plain and simple. You get a point. You get home field for the most part. Right now, there's different scenarios in which like goal differential, and I'm not going to break everything down yeah uh, but the most likely matchup if we're looking ahead if you tie or win if you tie or win and let's say that philly takes care of business here now they have to go on the road to new england this weekend decision day so again we don't really know but it's either going to be third or new fourth england, new england has been so down yeah. of late but i'm they, not i don't have many expectations for them no to win at home against the union so the most likely matchup is either going to be new england or atlanta like those, those are going to be your two big boys. Now there is an outside shot that you could play Nashville if Nashville does something crazy. Nashville needs to beat Red Bulls, have to make up five on the goal difference seat, and the Revs and Atlanta would both have to lose. Yeah. Okay. So like, I mean, there's a possibility, but that's likely not going to happen. So you're most likely going to face off with New England or Atlanta in that first round. But again, home field is going to be critical. Yeah, and where give me the give me the rundown like crew or fourth? Who's right above? Who's right below? So Philly like- Philly is at third with fifty five, New England is at fifth with fifty two, Atlanta is sixth with fifty, Nashville is on forty nine and seven. Okay, so Montreal. The interesting part about who you're playing against this weekend. Remember eight nine in this new MLS yeah, playoffs. They, they have get, their own playoff. They game. get their own playoff game. Montreal is sitting on eighth spot. DC United is sitting at ninth, but Montreal is a point ahead of D.C. And D.C. is tied on points with Red Bulls, Chicago, and Charlotte. And wow. so, like, there's, like, five teams wow. that could all jostle each other back and forth to get that 8-9 matchup. You know, it's funny. Uh, I didn't hear any of the things you mentioned there. I didn't hear the word inter-Miami. Mm. Did, did they? Oh, You're that's, such a hater, Oh, that's man. right. You know what I it saw is? you tweeting about this I, the other day. It's and so I'm like, funny. They finished geez. 14th in the conference is pretty much what they're locked into. There's nothing they can do to change that. 14th in the Eastern Conference. Not as low as Toronto. True enough. Boy, I'll tell you what. Michael Bradley. Take a bow, Captain. Great year. Good job. Wooden spoon. Hey, wooden spoon. There you go. 
That's fantastic. You love that for Michael Bradley, adult Caillou. That's good. Bone the <laughs> adult listen, Caillou. Don't listen. <laughs> I've never heard adult Caillou. Oh yeah. Before. They, they grew up and turned it into that sob. That's exactly right. They have thirty-three games played. They've won four games oh, all my year. God. Four oh, games all gross. year long. So gross. That's oof. I have 22 points and a minus 31 hey, goal differential. But if they can get Connor Bedard, it's all worth it. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, hey, it's right. Canadian team. We get Connor Bedard, yeah, eh? That's no, right. Not hockey, buddy. This uh-huh. is soccer. Again, neighbor air, Connor Bedard, hockey player. You'll, you'll He's going to get it. You'll hear about him. That. Okay, good, good. Hey, I'm just saying. If all- anybody, and if, if Connor Bedard's playing for any team, it'll be my Vancouver Whitecaps. Yeah, okay. that's that's right. You're, you're guys. Mm-hmm. I will say uh, with Lionel Messi, because they had that, that qualifier that he played in for Argentina. And how many goals did he score? I think two. Uh-huh. Looked healthy to me. I'm just saying. I said he tore his hamstring last week on oh, the show. I was wrong. You. Yeah. You know what? Here's what I'm going to tell you. Lionel Messi doesn't care about Inter-Miami. No. That's what I say. He looked at that and was like, I don't want to be a part of these playoffs. Why would I want to be that? I'll I don't do want to do next that. Year. Yeah, he's got a year off. He could take, I mean, literally, not going to play again outside of qualifiers and stuff until... March. Did you hear what he had to say? And I late thought it, February. I thought it was pretty awesome because for, for the, I mean, the first time in his life, he's going to have time off. Yeah. So because they asked him, like, you know, are you what are you going to do? Because there were had been rumors that maybe he would get uh, loaned out to Barcelona to go and play back over there. And he goes, listen, after these qualifiers, I'm very much looking forward to having time off into December, and then I will be back training in January. So think Man. about that though. For the first time. Yeah. In your life, and I know this, they go on holidays, and you know we've got yeah, things X, not, Y, and Z, they, but like actual time off from your job that yeah. he is going to get. He's been playing, I mean, soccer professionally for what twenty years. Yeah, I saw just this past week; it was twenty years ago, like on Wednesday or Tuesday, that he made his debut, debut at Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah, and so I mean, think about that. Guy's Ridiculous. gonna have time off for the first time in his entire life, and it's well, worth like yeah, like mega talking, billions of dollars. And, and I mean, obviously, he's they had summers off, right? But yeah. even in that, you're recovering from your grueling season, qualifying. If you're not team stuff, if you're not injured, right? If you're injured, you're you're actually doing not recovery. You're doing rehabilitation, which is that's work. Yeah. That's not any day off or anything like that. Then, if you are healthy, you're just recovering, and you might get a couple weeks off, which of course. The vacations these guys can take with the money mm-hmm. they make. Two weeks for them is like a month for any of us because they can privately fly into any island they want to. That's like be a there lifetime. For, well, you know what I'm saying? They can fly for like three days and go see a ridiculous place and then take one flight and be to another ridiculous place. Whereas you and I, it's it's airports, hotels, yeah. transferring, Trains, grabbing planes, your bags. Automobiles. Yeah. So I'm just saying two weeks for them is a lot more than, than most normal people. But still, this dude's going to have a solid two months off. Yeah. And you're right. That may mean that next year he comes back and is even better than he's ever been. Or maybe he come, becomes a fat turd. <sighs> it's a possibility. You're such a hater. You know what it is again? You know, you know that. No, though. It's deep not, down, deep it's down not, inside of it's you. It's not a hatred for him. You know it. It's not a hatred for him. I have a deep appreciation for him. It's that now everyone in MLS is yeah. like, but if the legal matter, if Messi's in it, well, guess what? He ain't here. <laughs> now you got to watch the playoffs with the regular teams. You already what paid, are you going to do? You already paid for Apple TV. You're I know. In. You're stuck now. <laughs> Maybe as the real teams in MLS, the ones that have good players all around. Inter-Miami's not a real team? No, not. Apparently, there are Messi and a bunch of dudes. A bunch of crap sacks and Messi. <laughs> 
bunch of old guys that Messi likes and a bunch of crap sacks from what should be like USL two. Anyway, that maybe what they can do for people who are like, but there's no Messi. What do I do? They'll show a playoff game and in the playoff game, they'll be like, Lionel Messi would be here on the field if this if he was playing in this game, but he's not in a game. But see the spot on the field? This is where he would stand. They'll just have a little dot Messi there. Messi tracker. Yeah, like fake Messi would be like, he would have scored right there. Do you see that? He would have made a run. No one else <laughs> made it, but he would have made it. He's awesome. Anyway, Messi six, these two teams, nil-nil. And fake Messi, digital Messi, AI Messi. Digital Messi, MVP of MLS playoffs. <laughs> AI messy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. AI messy. Why well, do you have, let's not even have a leak. Let's just have 30 teams of AI messies, including goalie. And that's just what we watch holograms of them. Yeah. Why watch the players that we've been watching in. the last 25 years? Screw that. Let's watch a team full of messies in a league full of messies. That's what I say. Digital scans. How many times he looks behind him and around. Yeah, in. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the advanced metrics you can get on. Um, are you okay? If you haven't noticed, I'm really insufferable when a band makes it big. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, oh, hey, have you ever heard of the Roots? I'm like, oh, yeah, Jimmy Fallon fan. I know. I was listening to them when they were live in Sweden in 99. But good for you. You found them on the Late Late Show, whatever we're calling that thing. Have you heard of Camp? Yeah. Yeah, with two A's. What about 21 Pilots? I heard. I know them when they were kids. And youth group in Pataskala. I shuttled them all the way to soccer practice. That's right. Yeah. See, I'm just saying, I I, I am a, I am very much not a fan of people like, I just got here. I'm like, well, screw you. Wow. You I've must, been here. You don't want Chris Blaine's bands to get big then. Wow. <laughs> no, no you're I such do. A hate, no, that's no, not no, what no. it sounds like to me. No. Not I want them to get like to just big enough that, like, <laughs> it's cool for Taylor Swift to wear their T-shirt. But then once she wears the T-shirt, then I'm like, okay, and yeah. out of my life. Get out of my life. I think he would be happy with that, too. Actually. <laughs> That's right. He would be. He would, absolutely. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We will come back and talk about what is perhaps the biggest black and gold soccer game in Columbus, and it may not be that Columbus Crew Montreal game we'll discuss next. It's Yeah, that not too. that. It's Man been a and Beam. <laughs> You can always tweet the program at Bone Beam United. Tell me how stupid I am for hating on Messi, AI Messi. Maybe AI Messi will tweet us. Or I'm sorry, X us. I forgot. Yeah, it's, it's not called tweet. Yeah, yeah I'm, so, I'm so old. I just stuck in my ways. I don't like AI Messi and I don't like X. I like Twitter. Don't like seeing your friend succeed either. No, I <laughs> Big tactics thrash hater. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shout out, by the way, Chris Blaine. Happy birthday. His birthday was That's yesterday. Right. My nice. guy. Yeah. I dropped off a, a bottle of bourbon to him because he uh, he went on the trip where we picked out yeah. the bottles of bourbon with local cantina. He was there with me. So I figured he should get a bottle of it because he helped pick it out. That's right. Very good palate on him. <sighs> he does have a good palate on him. He is a he's a good drinker of bourbons. Yes. And I and I you know what it is, Beamer? I'm as I I dropped it off to him. I was like, I have not drank with this man in a long time. And then I was thinking of all the other people I haven't drank with in a while, and you were on that list. I have been on that list, and I'm sorry. I haven't drank with anybody. In a I'm long sorry. Time, I'm to sorry. Be fair. I know. I know. Well, it's a, since you went straight edge, you know, and I think it's yep. I respect the decision. It's yep. Good for you. I I appreciate that. I did think getting the 
face tattoo of the two X's right under your eyelids was a little much, but hey. I think they look nice. They do. They've recovered nicely. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I think I'm actually going to get a brand next time. <laughs> By the way, this is totally off topic. Yeah, I go saw, ahead. That's I, fine. I saw something, like, speaking of brands, hmm. so we're all familiar. T- are we talking about? Yeah, like, like branding. Like, like when you get branded yes. with an iron on your arm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, cattle is what they've usually done that yeah. with. I People remember have gotten that. I remember in the 90s when, like, every guy who was in a football fraternity, like, every other player had one of those yeah. branded things on their big, giant bicep. And yeah. I just remember thinking that looked like the most painful thing in the world. So there's now, I don't know if this is a new thing, but it's called cold branding. Okay. And so it's done, instead of at superheat, it is done with, like, liquid nitrogen and goes down to, like, such a temperature that it has the same, like, burning effect. But they say it's, like, immensely, immensely hotter. What? What? I mean, not hotter, but colder and way more painful. I, more, I don't know. Wait, wait, I went down to YouTube. More painful? Yeah, yeah. Why would you want it to be more painful? Because than... I guess I guess it's better for like inf- infection, maybe. And there's a lot of infection when you do branding. Uh, yeah. I'm. Well, sure. That makes sense. I don't know. Anyways, you're burning I, the skin. My my Instagram algorithm took me down a really weird place, and I was on some sort of like cold branding. Sure. Yeah. That's where that's where I was at. This that's week. good. Hey, man. I get it. We all have our things. Nipple clamps and hooks in the in the ceiling. I get it. Everybody's got their thing. It's fine. How did you know what I'm into? <laughs> That's Mike. Mike always brings up like hooks in the ceiling, and I think, God, what? Yeah, why? What? Why? why? I mean, if that's your thing, again, let you live. I've heard people you know, say there is someone who is listening to this podcast right no, now. No, no, no. I again, I want to be clear. Just because I don't understand it doesn't mean it's valid. Yeah. I also don't understand physics. Like, <laughs> and, and that's real. So is it? Well, is it? Well, depends who you Are ask. Are you sure? Yeah, ask Aaron Rodgers. No. <laughs> Jury's out on science. Anyway. No, but here's the last thing I will say. Funny Are you enough, real? you brought up the branding thing and the pain thing. Yeah. So this weekend, I am I am happy but bummed because Sunday, mm-hmm. there is a huge match that I would want to attend at the LDC. And unfortunately, I already have plans. I'm excited about these plans because something I've wanted to do for a long time. And it involves it? physical pain. Oh, I'm, are you doing the uh, our, the Firefest tattoo? I'm not going up there for that tattoo, but I am my buddy Eric, who's in another band called Richwood. Neighbor Eric. Let him live. Also Chris Blaine in that band too. Yeah. Both of his bands getting a mention here. Eric's the lead singer, but he is also by trade a tattoo artist. And so we had talked, I don't know, like six months ago. I was like, yeah, I want to come in and get, I want to get a tattoo. I want to actually get my whole arm eventually filled up with them. But I said, let's, I want to do, I want to get a piece done. And so we talked a couple weeks ago and I looked at some flash. And so Sunday is the time. So I'm going in the afternoon to get it done. I have an appearance with the station, 1230 to 230 at a Yogi's for a football appearance. Mm -hmm. And then after that ends, I'm going right to the chair to get a tattoo on my forearm, inside forearm. You might be done by five o'clock. I don't. Th- I don't want to rush it. Yeah, it's a tattoo, true. you know. I mean, I want to make sure. I don't want it to be like, all right, let's, let's get it going. You know, yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, Eric, well, I was going to color this in, but I guess I'll leave it alone. It's bones in a hurry. But that's so I'm getting a tattoo, so I'll be happy to get that. I'm excited Are about that. Are you getting that. a cappy on your forearm? No, I'm actually getting a dagger with some flowers. Okay, that sounds really cool. You know what? And very unique. Yeah, no one's ever done that. But you know what it is. Last tattoo I got, I I sat over for hours or days, like back and forth with the artist. Can we change this? I want this. I want this exactly. Yeah. And then after like two years after I had it, I was like, eh, 
that's this is fine, but this isn't really me anymore. This mm-hmm. isn't. So I realized I'm that just going to Smitty. Well, what I'm saying is I made peace with that because I realized that's where I was at the time. Yeah. And so this time I'm saying I like this design. Just get it done. Also, I like, don't like I don't. Adhere. I'm trusting the artist to make the design. Great I also too. don't adhere to the fact. It's like, what does that tattoo mean? Like, I, I could just it like doesn't. It. I, it doesn't have to mean anything. What's the, the story behind that? Like, so apparently in the tattoo art world, daggers and flowers can mean, among other things, like life is pain, mm-hmm. but it's also beautiful. It's that yin and yang type of thing of like, take the good with the bad, whatever. For me, it was just this is a cool-looking tattoo, and yeah. I kind of wanted it, so I'm getting it. So I was with uh, our good buddy, Mike Bennett, who's been on this program before. Yeah. Uh, big soccer guy, big Liverpool guy. He's coming back here sometime in the spring, so I'll have to get him down to either uh, up to McClellan's or down to local cantina to take him to a Liverpool match. Um, I was getting ready to go with him, and he got this big old, like, grizzly bear on his arm. Oh, and so nice. it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Like, it's, I mean, he's got huge arms, too. Like, it takes up his entire arm. And so I was getting ready to go with him and we get there and tattoo artist comes out and like he had talked to this guy prior and he'd done prior work on him and he's like all right you know i'm ready to go and he like shows him the stencil and he's like i asked for a grizzly bear and so this was a gorilla <laughs> and he's like it's a different entirely different animal the tattoo I mean, artist was like g yeah he grizzly was like and gorilla. oh man i must have totally misread your text like i'm sorry about that he was like well, if you want the gorilla, I can still do that, too. He's like, I think I'm just going to get the grizzly bear. But if I were in the market for a gorilla tattoo, like, that would be that's that sick. would be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Dude, I've now that's where my algorithms are on Instagram because I've looked at so many tattoos yeah. just trying to get ideas. And so now I'm like, I need I need more arms. I need to get this one done, and then I need and I need a bigger bank account. I need that, too. Yeah. My kids do not want to go to college, also that. But, like, I just. Hey, kids. Yeah. Take one for the team. You know what? Trade schools are great. Yep. That's 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 they the message are. we're working. That's what, it is. They are. I'm saying. I need to. I actually am hoping one of them is like, Dad. I just want to weld, and I'll be like, That's perfect. You're gonna, be you're, you're gonna make a, you're gonna make a hundred grand a year eventually, yeah. and you're gonna have no debt. Right. That's a great call. Good job. So, I'm thinking Viv, the singer, probably not as much. Ava, my middle one. What's the big musical school? And just Juilliard. <laughs> Yeah, a, uh, oh. Viv's going to Viv's Juilliard. going to Juilliard, yeah. and Ava's going to welding school. Hey, you know Doug, what? That's gonna be like five hundred thousand dollars for you. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want any part of that. So you, so you don't want your kids to succeed. Though, no, huh? I don't want to. I don't want them to be in debt. I'm not paying for it. <laughs> I got tattoos to get now. <laughs> anyway, I just made that call. Just flowing with the moment, my man. Yeah. All right. So uh, Dropped this your microphone for a that's right. welding yep. machine, exactly welding right. torch. Welding torch, yeah. exactly right. Home of the welders. Yeah. Golden Beam United. Love it. Yeah, we're with, hey, by the way, if you're on strike, we stand with you. I don't even, just tell me. I'm fighting the man with you. I don't care what Are it is. striking? I'm, I'm, no, I'm, we're not. I'm saying if someone is, though, I don't know. Welders may go on strike next. I'm with you. I'm just letting you know. I agree. I stand with you. All right, so. Uh, I would love to stand with the crew fans that are going to be out at the LDC on Sunday, 5 p.m., mm-hmm. right? Yep. This is for MLS Next Pro's championship match, which, of course, the crew, too, defending champs. Cappy Barra's got it done last year. Yeah. Cappy's roll up. Everybody's ready to go for this, other than those of us who are getting tattoos. But they are playing Austin's two. Austin, what is it? The, what are ATX they called? FC the, ATX number two. two. Something. ATX pile of number two. Yes. Right. I think is what they call them. You anyway, just yelled at a bunch of kids. Green number two. Yep. That's always healthy. Anyway, that's who's coming to town to play crew two. That is as far as I can tell, Beam, in my limited mental capacities. I remember no other time that a uh, Verde green Austin team has ever dawned on the shores of the Olentangy <laughs> here in Columbus. 
We've never had it. We've never the, had it. This is the first never, time they've any never made instance. their way up here. No, big team. Austin TX502. First time that they're coming here. Dropping a deuce. Yep. That's their name. It's yep. the first time. It's got to be great. Like I'm ex- I might I might go to this game. I'm not quite sure yet of how our schedule is going to work out and like nap time and everything. And <laughs> I, that's no, that's my life. That's I'm my giggling life now. because like schedule used to be, well, we've got this thing or that thing. And now it's like, well, if our baby will like sleep at the right time, maybe What's we the can weather? do something. Can I take him out there? Yeah, is, is it, it going to be, be nice? Freezing? Is it going to sure. be cold? What's the situation? What I is totally that going to be like? It. Yeah. But I would love, I would love to go to this game. I love a little cappy. Out well, there. I hope that everyone who can gets there and I hope it is a big turnout and I hope it's loud and I hope it's appropriately loud and all that stuff. And the thing I will be very, very happy about is Anthony Precourt going to show up for this. I don't know. I don't care. I think it's awesome though, that if he wants to watch his team, he has to watch the thing. He has to watch his team play in the building. He couldn't build and the thing that he wanted, the thing he wanted and couldn't accomplish and other, and then doubted this community could do Mm -hmm. and then said they suck and they're awful. And I got to get out of there. Now he has to watch his team go out in that stadium and hopefully fail, and hopefully, hopefully not succeed at it. I wonder, Beam. This is like walking to... into the biggest middle finger of your life, like living oh, yeah. for ninety minutes to two hours yeah. in the biggest middle. Well, finger. that's why I don't think he'll show up. No, no, I way. don't think I don't anticipate him going. I don't think he'll ever come back here. No, I would die. He's too big of a wuss. I, and you know, if he does go, it'll be like with some kind of security or somewhere. Like he'll just he'll make it too big of a deal of it. And you know what? The Haslam's should be. I think. I I don't know. Maybe they have. I would be openly extending every invite and saying, of course, the Haslam's welcome Anthony Precourt. We have an open invitation. Have a seat. Show the pictures on social. Like here's his, we left him a spot. He didn't show up. Well, that's too bad. Guess he's too big of a chicken. Let us know when we can come down to Austin though. We'd love to come down there again. That would be great. Yeah. I they just, won't do that, but that would be awesome. I know they won't, but I, I would. Maybe you know what they should do is put one, you know how they have, I think it's in Fenway. They have the Ted Williams seat. Yes. Right. Yes, that is that's a, right. It's a blue seat. Every I think every every other seat in Fenway is red, or every seat is blue, and maybe yeah, there's I think like they're one. Red. They're red seats. Yeah, I think. and there's yeah. one off color seat, which is where Ted Williams apparently hit the longest home run in Fenway history. Yeah, and there's one blue seat in the sea of of red seats. Yes, yes. I think what the crew should do is put one chili verde green seat somewhere like in the owners. The yes. owner's lounge and always keep it empty. I agree. Like, hey, there, here's an open invitation anytime that you want to come back. Yeah. And you just call it the coward's lair. <laughs> and you just, <laughs> coward's lair is empty again. Yeah. Seems like Anthony Precourt didn't want to show up. And then also, just to stick with the Verde Green, mm-hmm. I get the stuff they used on Nickelodeon for all the yeah. Kids' Choice Award shows and have a big bucket of that sticking right over his head, way up high. You can't see it. Where he sits down and is like, all right, guys, I'm here. I sat down in the seat, and then they're like, ha ha, sucker. And then they just pull the thing out, and boom, Get covered the De- in Debbie Downer. Wah, wah, covered, wah. covered in Verde. Yes. It's actually so, just Verde sauce. It's not just it's <laughs> it's not salsa slime. Verde. It yes. is salsa Verde. So I have no idea who's going to win this game. I do not. I did not scout Austin FC. What I know is Cappies roll up, and I, and I, I trust our Cappies to get it done. But you know what? Even if they don't, another tremendous season yep. and great development for this team. That is why the crew have been so successful of late. They have a lot of great players in the pipeline, and that is something that I I feel genuinely good about, and I am happy for all the the Cappy. I can't call myself a Cappy's fan. I'm uh, I'm rooting for them. Fan a, of the Cappy. I'm a fan yeah. of them. I'm not a supporter. Yeah, you know what I, know I mean. What like you mean. I have a difference. I would not say I've not been to a Cappy's game. I want to go, but every time Young I Young Willie's been to a Cappy's. I game. know he's doing better than me. 
doing way better than Meredith. Meredith's been to like five. Yeah, I know. It's I got to go more. I just got to get there. But I'm saying for all of you who have been going and have been supporting this team, yeah, good job, good for you. And and I hope you're rewarded this weekend with one of the ultimate Columbus soccer victories. If you get that, if they win, it just would taste. It will so be sweet, one right? of the best victories in the city of Columbus in soccer history. Honest to God, that's how good this will be. And it last thing on this, when are they going to stop ducking us, Austin? They can't ne- do it forever. Next year they have to put Austin on the schedule here. And your season tickets. By the way, we sold out 14 in a row. Yeah. I think that's time to reward the crew fans with what they, I'm sure, will be asking for. The Haslam's will be asking for this. The Austin FC game at home at LDC and a messy game at LDC. Yeah. I mean, a, a potential messy game, right? That you don't know because he's he's ouchie. He's ouchie. He's got his hammies. Are Make always an Miami fan bone. No, I'm clamoring not, for a message. I'm game. not. I'm saying I need. We need him here so we can show him what's up. Show him what a real soccer team's all about. Hey, Dong, look at what we've done here. Look at the support. Hey, man, that's what they're using Messi as. He is a reward for for all the supposed good soccer markets. Well, you have one here. This yep. is a great soccer market. Always has been. You doubted us, but now you're wrong. Admit you're wrong. By the way, also Don Garber gets a Verde seat right next to Precourt. That <laughs> so also two, a pair. Yeah, a pair of seats. There you go. There's always two open for you guys. Show up anytime. I actually think that would be really- Watch how wrong you were. Just the the loser's lair. Coward's lair, whatever I called it. Coward's lair. Either way. I think that would be a pretty good troll job. That's right. I, come back. Come back. Yeah, come see it. That'll be fine. Uh, let's talk about your team, Manchester United. Your other team, Manchester yeah. United. Uh, how do you feel about Jim Radcliffe getting 25% ownership there? For I feel... $1.8 billion. That's all it gets you nowadays is 25% of a good team. I feel great. I feel really good about it. I wish it was 100%, but instead of taking uh, $8 billion cash offer from Sheck Jassim uh, out of Qatar, I believe, $8 billion cash offer, clear the debt, an investment to like the greater Manchester area, renovations of the stadium, an entire new training facility was like put in plan and like his final offer. Again, $8 billion in cash. The Glazers said no. Jim Ratcliffe getting 25% at like $1.8 billion, what you just mentioned. Um, I feel good. I feel good about it. I think at some point there's going to be a takeover. Now, good news if you're a United fan is that I guess Sir Jim Ratcliffe is going to oversee the oper- like the footballing operations at Manchester United, which is, as a fan, that's good news because it's been like so bad for so long under the Glazers. Uh, but I, I still think like until they're 100% out, like, this everybody's not going to be happy, but at least it's a, a start in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I'm not a Manchester United fan, but I do not think but you feel bad for me. Well, I feel bad for fans of teams who are beholden to billionaire idiots. Yeah. Like the Glazers are just, they're terrible owners. And I'm not saying that Jim Radcliffe will necessarily be better because the guy that you're all looking at is like, Oh man, this guy could be the hope in the future and all that. Yeah. I mean, again, the Haslam's were that with us with pre-court, right? Yeah. And we've, have, we've had our talks about yes, them. And then, and then you find out later, well, that's not everything's not perfect, right? And you have things you don't like about them too. What I'm saying is I hope that Jim Radcliffe gets you back into just normal spo- sports ownership where it's like, yeah, they, they make mistakes. They don't always get the best players or the right players, but genuinely they want to invest in and improve the team, yeah. not look at it as a bank account for their loser fail children. Correct. So, that's and I'm not saying they're not the Glazers aren't the worst at that. There are others that are they're pretty much bad. more egregious examples, but they've been bad. And it is time for them to move on. And it looks like this is the first step towards that process. Yeah, it is. And uh, I'm excited about that. United are terrible this year. 
like it's called spade a spade. Like the whole Jaden Sancho thing's been a mess. Sure. Like that's been bad. Um, so how they finish out the year, how they get through December, I'm not really sure. But yeah, it was a good step. It was a good step in the right direction, and hopefully things are starting to look up as we are now through the international break and back to Premier League action. And Gio Reyna going to be the captain when the U.S. comes in comes into town, hosts the World Cup. Come here in the next. Is that what you think is going to happen? I think I think Greg's going to troll the entire world and have Gio don the <laughs> hey armband. You know what? I was glad to see him back on the field. Yeah. Those two, they had the big you know discussion where they apparently saw eye to eye and got through their differences. And I mean, if I'm Gio Reyna, I'm throwing my mom and dad right under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just saying, hey man, yeah, I was a little bit surly, but all the other stuff where they were blackmailing you, I didn't tell them to do that. I, I didn't. Just, I didn't do that. I didn't know my parents were going to do that. I yeah, you met them, they're crazy, right? And that, like that's how I'm. If I'm you Gio, know I'm, like, I'm Greg. You know I'm Greg. You. You introduced them. Like, I don't know. You, you guys all knew each other. Come on. They're weird. Like, that's what I would do if I'm Gio Reyna. Don't take it out on me. Yeah. I'm the star boy. Or if I'm Gio Reyna, I go in and be like, well, 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 look who's back. You know why you're back? Because I told them they should hire you. And now you got to play me. I did all this and you got to play me. And if you don't, call mom and dad again. You're fired, pal. You won't believe the kind of dirt they have on you this time. You thought the first time was bad. Yeah. Remember those library books you never returned? <laughs> they know. Yeah. They've got it all on record. So ultimately, good sign that they are back and playing Gio Reyna. Scored on an indirect free kick. Very weird. Which you rarely, if ever, see. But it happened, and he scored on it. Very nice for him to do that little ricochet action. He just looked looked very smooth. He looked engaged. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, and again, this is the reality, is all the hand-wringing that we've done on this show, me specifically, over Gio Reyna and this break Berhalter situation. The reality is Greg Berhalter is not going to be injured during the World Cup. I know that. I don't know if Gio Reyna is going to be healthy and available for a World Cup. So the reality is, as much as I would like Gio Reyna to have a good relationship with Greg Berhalter and be played if he's healthy and have a bigger role than he had this last time, the reality is I don't necessarily fault any coach moving forward with the U.S. national team who looks at Gio Reyna and says, till I know that you're going to be healthy, I mean, I, I can't just build everything around you because – you can't do that with any way with soccer. You have right. to have a whole team, right? But, yeah, they looked not great against Germany. Looked really good against Ghana. Six of one half dozen of the other. It's three years till this is going to matter. I don't I don't know what to make of it. I hope it's good, but I also hope everybody stays healthy and Got improves. Got Copa America next year, though. Well, that's true. Yeah, we're going to be ramping into that. Well, we got time to – we got a whole season for everybody to get hurt before that beam. Don't worry. Hey, maybe Neymar will be back by then. Well, and that's where we'll close today. Uh, if you're not familiar, Neymar's sister's birthday, I believe, is in February. I think so. I think I it should have done some research, okay. but I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it's in late February because there's been a thing. And in the last couple of years, it hadn't really held true until I want to say this past season. But there was a time there for about like four or five straight years. Every year around the same time, no matter where he was playing in the world, no matter what he was doing, he would always find a way to get either injured or suspended via red card yeah. around the time of his sister's birthday. So the the story was they're very close and he you know very much you know loves his sister like a lot of people do but he wanted to be at these parties and people kind of made it a thing of man he's always injured around the time where her party is and then one year he got a red card suspension and that's where it really took yeah. off <laughs> so now this year unfortunately if you missed the news he's playing at al etihad i think yes in uh saudi arabia big pro league over there and he tore his ACL yeah, and meniscus. Yeah, yeah, bad injury. So he's going to be out for the better part of a year, which my calendar tells me 
he'll be ready to go for the he'll be ready to go for the party. He won't be back on the field. See so. what happens when Copa America comes to town. If he'll be back, he'll be like right up I against keep, that. You time keep window. saying that it is. It's going to be here, right? Yeah, Copa America is going to be around. We got to go. Take right. the show on the road. Yeah, deal. I think so. Let's find some time. Let's make it happen. I would love that. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make some calls. If we can get around your tattoo schedule, that would be okay. <laughs> well. By that point, I'll be onto the kneecaps. Probably is where I'll be getting tattooed next. Oh yeah. Well, I got a, I got a whole arm. I got two arms. One arm has one tattoo. No other you got, tattoos. Yeah, you got ways. I've to got go. I've got space. Again, this space available. I'm I'm kind of like a billboard. <laughs> I got a little extra room. I'm gonna get the tattoos, then lose more weight. That's the goal. Then then the tattoos will just have to. I'm gonna gain more down. weight, then get the first's big boy gut tattoo. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. It'll look great on you. Yep. Because you're a hairless mang. Right. So it's perfect. But basically a seal. I gotta, I'm got i going to have a stranger shaving my arm this week. That's what's going to happen. They're going to shave me before they, they have to shave your arm when they do the tattoo. Of course they, they do. They have to get the hair out of there. So that's. So I'm just saying I've never had that happen. Never been shaved by a stranger. What did happen when you got your other tattoo? I think I did the shaving. Okay. But this time. You're paying the extra $100. Yeah, I'm paying for the extra service. <laughs> by the way, good band name, Shaved by a Stranger. <laughs> Till next time, see you next week. Thanks for listening. It's Bone of Beam United.